Hello and welcome into BTN's Take 10 Podcast. This is Alex Rue of BTN.com, and this is a special bonus episode of the Take 10 Podcast. Wanted to get a quick interview out before Saturday night's Big Ten football championship game here in Indianapolis. I'm actually in Indy right now, a matter of hours before kick between Northwestern and Ohio State. And on Saturday today, I was able to sit down with BTN analyst, former Northwestern defensive lineman, former Chicago Bear, Corey Wooten, and got his quick thoughts on the game and on uh, the Northwestern program. So I wanted to get that interview packaged in podcast form and out to everyone as much time as possible before kickoff. So don't usually do short interviews like this uh, that don't have much shelf life, but Corey's interview is definitely worth it. So hopefully you're able to tune in before the game. And if not, there's a lot of good stories and anecdotes that he uh, shared in our short discussion that can uh, live on past the game, regardless of the outcome. So, got a cool uh, chat with Corey from our hotel lobby in Indianapolis coming right up. Before we get to that, uh, a quick word from our sponsor, the Northwestern University School of Professional Studies. I've been saying it for the last uh, several episodes, but it's a really good opportunity for anyone who wants to work in sports, work at a place like Big Ten Network. Uh, the master's program in sports administration at Northwestern is a great place to further your sports career. So if you've ever thought about a career in sports, check out the master's program in sports administration at Northwestern University. You can build your skill set and your network in evening or online classes. Find out more at sps.northwestern.edu slash sports. All right, sticking on that Northwestern theme, like I said, Corey Wooten coming right up, uh, former Northwestern defensive lineman, Great player, all-time great at Northwestern, and uh, former NFLer as well. So we'll get right to that interview. It's BTN's discussion with Corey Wooten. It starts right now. All right, I'm very pleased to be joined here in Indy, Big Ten Championship Saturday, by former Northwestern defensive lineman Corey Wooten. Corey, what's up, man? How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. This is a good, good weekend, good Big Ten football excited that the final game of the Big Ten season this year. Yeah, man, looks like you got your, your finest suit on today. Tell me about yeah, this look I, you got, I got going. I got purple the three-piece, you know, rocking a little bit of purple for alma mater, Northwestern's in the game, so I, I had to show out a little bit. You are in enemy territory, though, here at the Ohio State Team Hotel. You going you gonna to be okay in here? Yeah, I, I think I'll be all right, man. They, they, they seem pretty friendly, you know. It's not like some of, some of the other fans throughout the Big Ten. I think you can hold your own, too, if anyone yeah, yeah. ran up on you. Uh <laughs> So, Corey, when these games started back in 2011, the Big Ten Championship games, uh, when you heard about, you know, two teams from East and West would meet, did you ever think this day would come that Northwestern would be in a Big Ten title game eventually? I I thought eventually down the road, but I thought it would take, you know, a good 10, 15 years just because, you know, there's so many talented teams in the West. You know, Wisconsin's always the front runner. Iowa is always a dark horse. And, you know, some of these teams like Nebraska and Purdue are up and coming, but I thought that this year, you know, once the season started and it kind of unfolding, like this was Northwestern's year to do it. All right, so you're here in Indy. We've seen a lot of alumni, players, uh, former players, and fans obviously walking around. I know you just got in last night, but have you gotten a chance to see any of your, you know, fellow alums, former teammates, and have you yeah. ran around with them a little bit? So last night we, we had all linked up at this place, Revel, um, you know, on the, on the strip over there. So a bunch of former cats. Uh, Tyrell Sutton, you know, the, the running back great was over there and, and linking up with some, some of my former teammates. So it was great to see everybody. And once they made the, the championship, everybody was on a group message, Facebook, Twitter, like, hey, we all got to link up and, and go to Indy. So. Any, uh, 
war stories told last night, you know, when you guys were hanging out? No, we really didn't talk too much about football, more about like life, how people were doing, you know, sure. people you hadn't seen in a while. You're like, oh, you have two kids, you have one kid, you're married now, like where are you living? So it's kind of catching up because, you know, after a while, everybody kind of gets lost in translation. You know, they're there, you're here, and you don't really get that many chances to link up except at football games and things of that nature. Right. Not to humble brag, but I did see Seth Meyers last night. <laughs> and we were walking around. Got a picture with him. I'm pretty sure we're best friends now, but uh, that's for another time. It's like stepbrothers, right? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So Pat Fitzgerald has obviously uh, achieved something really cool here, getting his, his program to the Big Ten Championship game. You played for him yeah. uh, four years. I, give me a story or, or a memory of him that kind of encapsulates <laughs> what he's all about and, and why it's not surprising that he's got the team at this point. So when, when I uh, played under him, like he was like the youngest head coach at the time, 2006. Mm-hmm. That was his first year taking over after Randy Walker. But I remember, you know, me being a defensive lineman and a big thing, a point of emphasis was running after the football. So, you know, at times in practice, you're tired and you maybe don't run the football as much. He would chase me down the field, like yelling at me, you know, trying trying to, you know, get me to run down the field. And I just remember that. I'm like, dang, like he doesn't do that anymore. I was at the practice in the summer. Yeah. yeah, I think he's getting a little bit older now. But I remember him chasing all the defense linemen, especially me. Come on, Corey, keep your motor running. And I just thought that was the, the best thing ever. And like, it's so great to play for a coach like fiery Pat Fitzgerald. For sure. How about some of those teammates? I know you mentioned you've seen a lot of them here this weekend. Do you have any good stories with uh, your teammates from your playing days that, you know, was something that kind of represented that brotherhood you had with those guys? Yeah, so there was this thing that we did called Winning Edge, right? And so my freshman year when Randy Walker was our head coach, it was the hardest thing ever. It was a winter workout, and you have you divide it up into position groups. So, like, defensive linemen, linebackers, running backs, everybody goes in a different station. And you do that station for like five to seven minutes and it's and it's like torture. You know, you like some kind of conditioning drill, some kind of bear crawl thing. And then at the end of it, you, you bring it up together, you break down and you sprint to the next group. A lot of times they call you back just to mess with you. So you do that for like an hour. And then at the end of it, we'd have 20, 100 yard sprints. So like at the end of it, everyone would be dying. And if you and if you tapped out, like some people would tap out in the middle of the drills, they had to go to sledge, which was non-stop push-ups, sit-ups the whole time. And I just remember at the end of it, we did, I think it was eight, eight of those workouts. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And now I look back, I'm like, how do we make it through that? Right. So we were talking about that, but it, it's crazy. And, and now they only do like two or three of them. So these guys got it easy, easy on them. <laughs> it's always tougher in the old days. Man. Exactly. Um, all right, so talking a little bit about the game coming up here this, this evening, you look at Ohio State's roster, obviously it's filled most of the guys that really look like you, honestly, you know, exactly. like NFL-ready guys. Uh, Northwestern obviously has some talent that wouldn't be here if they didn't, but the caliber of athlete that Northwestern exactly. recruits is not the same as what yeah. Ohio State, just, that's just a fact. Exactly. So how do you think this program and this team is able to consistently play to the level of teams that might have more talent on paper? Well, I think when you look at Northwestern, discipline, that's a big thing, right? Uh, defensively, they play the run really well. You know, in the Big Ten, it's ground and pound, right? Most of the teams, Ohio State's like the kind of rare exception in there. So I think, you know, playing the run well, being disciplined, and Pat Fitzgerald gets the best out of his players. You, you talked about that, right? He doesn't get the five-star recruits like Ohio State does every year, but he gets into the players, you know, he gets in the locker room, and he gets them ready to play every week. And, and you know, they start out the season not, not the way he wanted to, but the way they finished in the Big Ten has been impressive. And that's what you see with Northwestern every year is they always finish strong. 
Do you have a favorite game from this season in particular that uh, Northwestern played? There's obviously a lot of memorable ones. Some yeah. early in the season where you thought it might not go so well. But exactly. uh, you have a favorite? I'd probably say Wisconsin. I think that was a defining moment because Wisconsin was the front runner of the Big Ten. And going into that game, Northwestern was in the, in the first seat. You know, they were in first place. And beating them, that put them in the driver's seat for the rest of the time. And that gained momentum. So that, then they were able to win that West. For sure. Uh, talk a little more about Ohio State. What makes this particular team so tough to play against uh, for opponents and then for the Cats tonight? Well, I think Dwayne Haskins. I mean, he's had a Heisman caliber year. The athletes, Paris Campbell, Terry McLaurin, K.J. Hill, Johnny Dixon. I mean, they have athletes. And, you know, you saw in that last game against Michigan, right, the number one defense in the country, top defense in the country, they shredded them up. And that's one of the reasons. So if they can catch fire, they're deadly. Yeah, those crossing patterns and those posts. Yeah. With those athletes, it's so hard to defend, you know. Like, linebackers can't cover that. And, and people fail to realize, right, this is Kevin Wilson, you know, at Indiana, mm. who had one of the top-ranked offenses in the Big Ten for a while. But now he has supreme athletes in this system. <laughs> right. So you played in the NFL uh, for a number of years. Who are some guys in that field tonight that you think are really going to be a problem on Sundays? So I think a, a guy from, from Northwestern, Clayton Thorson, I think, I think he'll uh, really develop into a good NFL quarterback. You know, I think his year has been kind of up and down, but I think he can make every throw. And I think he'll be drafted probably third or fourth round. Uh, Joe Gaziano, uh, I don't think he'll leave this year as another year, but I think he's a guy that'll get drafted. Um, on Ohio State, Dwayne Haskins for sure. You know, I think he's done after this year. I mean, he's put up a great, great numbers. He can make every throw. Uh, Paris Campbell. I think a guy that's young that eventually will get drafted, Chase Young. I think he's a guy that has all the talent, tools, the size. So there's a bunch of guys in this game that will be playing on Sunday. It's crazy. Ohio State has those waves, too. You know, like a guy you hadn't heard of, Chris Olave, just comes out of nowhere. He yeah. looks like a guy that can eventually Coming out day. party, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, Corey, before I let you go, I uh, can't let you, off, let you off the hook with a, without making a prediction for the game tonight. Yep. You know, got to take off your purple hat here and, and make an unbiased prediction. Who you got? Yeah. So going back and forth, you know, I – I struggled, right? At first I was saying, you know, Ohio State, and I went back to Northwestern. I'm going to say, I'm going to make a bold prediction, right? And I'm going to say Northwestern wins this one. All right. In a tight one. 20 to 17. Also, 20 to 17. It'll also be interesting because right now as we speak, Texas and Oklahoma are playing. Exactly. And if Texas wins, maybe Ohio State gets up a little more for this game. Who knows, you know, exactly. what, the, what the juice is going to be like in the, in yeah. the stadium tonight, but yeah. we'll see. Corey, one more question. This is kind of just selfishly for me. I need to know, what are your thoughts on the Bears this season? I'm a, a big Bears fan. Yeah. You, a former Chicago yeah. Bear. It's got to be pretty exciting, right? Well, defense. I mean, Monsters, the midway are back. That's something that we hadn't seen really in, in the years past. You know, this team is Matt Nagy. I mean, picked a great coach in him and what he's been able to do with that culture of the program. And he's really made a 180 with that program. And I... I've been impressed with just every week how they go out there. And, you know, things aren't pretty offensively sometimes. But when you have that great defense and you have that chemistry that they have together, you know, I really think the sky is the limit for that team. The only thing is I think if they get the running game going, I think they can really challenge and contend for a Super Bowl. All right. Corey Wooten, thanks a lot. Have fun tonight. Appreciate and, it, man. Uh, you know, best of luck to your cats. And yeah. hopefully be a good game. Yeah, hopefully they win, baby. Let's go cat, baby. Eh? <laughs>
350, but uh, nice guy over meat, and I appreciate him taking some time out of his Northwestern reunion here in Indy to sit down with me. So hopefully you got a chance to listen to this before kickoff tonight. Wanted to get it out uh, as much time as possible, like I said, but if not, uh, tune in at any time and still some good anecdotes from Corey, and uh, either way, hope you enjoy the discussion. All right, kick coming up here. I'm about to head to the stadium and hoping for a good game tonight between the Buckeyes and Wildcats. Should be an awesome scene in uh, the latest Big Ten championship game. It's hard to believe it's already here, but head on over and uh, get going. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to Wes White, as always, for producing the show. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon here on the Take 10 Podcast.